And we're back for the penultimate episode of Season 7 of Game of Thrones. It's called Beyond the Wall because that is where all the excitement happened, unless you count a bit of intrigue between Sansa and Arya, which we do. By we, I mean Dino and I. Dino is back at Dean on Air, is where you can follow him on Twitter or you can listen to him on Nova 100. And we're going to discuss all the intrigue at Winterfell, all the action beyond the wall, and that ending, which has set up quite an exciting season eight. Let's get into it. This is Valar Podcastus, and this is episode six of season seven of Game of Thrones Beyond the Wall. Man. So, Dino, were you expecting that at this stage in the Game of Thrones series, the enemy would have a dragon as well? What the hell? <laughs> and uh, this, this sentiment is going on a lot on the internet. Mm. Those big chains. Oh, as in, like, who smelted them? Like, what blacksmith? Where, where do they knock up the big-ass chains? It doesn't matter. I know. Mark it down. We found a <laughs> plot hole in Game of Thrones. We have found one. It took us seven seasons and six episodes. We finally found something that doesn't quite add up. Amazing. To be honest, though, like, <laughs> most people are like, how did Gendry run that far? How fast can dragons fly? How fast can ravens fly? It's like... The Chains is just a footnote on this whole season of complete lunacy. I know. The Gendry run is a big one, but I guess we'll get to it because it happens right at the He end. can row and he can run. I mean, how how far? And if he wasn't that far, then the White Walkers are just over a hill and then they're going to be at the wall. Well, to be honest, they weren't walking for that far. And they were saying like they were pretty close. We need to get there immediately. Okay. How long can Jon Snow survive trapped under ice? Yeah. That's another great question. Can he die? Probably not. Nah, he's he's invincible now. He's wearing plot armour. What an episode, though. <laughs> and bang, we'll straight into there. The all-star death squad were mid-quest. Yeah, um, the... Um the Expendables. Expendables, That's it. yeah. <laughs> the Westeros Expendables. <laughs> the Mercenaries. It was amazing. It was nice to get all the little vignettes, like all the little walk and talks between yep. all of them, so you get to see them all catch up. and Someone just... threatened to sexually assault Gendry. Yep. <laughs> that, was a bit, that was a bit scary. And Gendry was like, you sold me into slavery. Oh, well, we're going to have sex with you. What? What? Oh, just japes. Just and... army japes. Uh, the Hound, all of the Hound's interactions mm. in the whole episode is going to be the new favourite for people, the Hound. He's, he's Yeah, I mean, he's been a favourite for a while, I think, but they've really upped, especially his swearing quota. The C-bomb. He, no one can say the C-word like the Hound. And as much. It's quality and quantity, yeah. which is what you want in a C-bomb. Exactly. I think um, I really liked the conversation that um, him and Tormund had where the hand, uh, where Tormund learnt the new word dick. That's right. Yeah, that was amazing. I can't, I read someone on the internet was like, I want to go back and see if a wildling in the entire series has ever said dick before. Yeah. Because if so, that's a great pickup by the writers to be like, hang on, he wouldn't know what a dick is. Yeah. Which means that like when like um, Bron laughed at the name Dick on. Yeah. Tormund would have just been like. Fine What's name. that? It's a, it's a fine name. It's a great name. That's what they all call my kid. Oh, he's not French, but he's Icelandic. <laughs> hey, who was the eye patch guy in the Death Squad? That's Beric Dondarrion. So he's the guy. Um, his sort of thing is his flaming sword, but he's the one who was hanging out with Thoros of Mir, the one who died, mm-hmm. and they were the Brotherhood without banners. Okay, and he's the one who's been resurrected like six or seven times or something. Right. And now that Thoros is dead, he won't get resurrected again. Okay. Right. 
Um, I did think, though, when I was watching it, I so thought that Tormund was going to die mm. because he did the whole, like, I've got a lovely lady waiting for me back home kind of speech. Like, like in, in any war movie when someone goes, oh, yeah, I've... I've got my little lady waiting back home. Uh, she's going to be missing me. It's like they're the first to die. Like almost the arrows come straight in at that moment. Yeah, similar thing with Jorah. We thought he said bye to, to yeah. Daenerys. Um, uh, uh, the, the maker's conscious of that and they're just enjoying tricking us now. I don't know. I mean, someone had to die on that trip and it was Thoros of Mir, who we haven't seen in seasons, and he just fell asleep in the cold. It was lovely. It was a lovely way to go. Like, I thought it was disappointing. The Hound said one of the nicest way to go. Nicest ways to go. Lucky they brought along all those extras. Because yeah. someone had to die. It's like half a dozen randos who could they could just throw. The, the purpose for the mission was to kidnap a White Walker a, a, a zombie. Okay. Now, now what, how do we feel about that mission? I actually like it because okay. you, you, you need that proof. Otherwise, you sound crazy. But could it the proof have just been Daenerys doing a flyover with the dragons like she did? Oh, man, that's such a good point. <laughs> Dan, that's such a good point. Oh, or maybe Dan, just. Why did you say that? Now I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> just a mild flyover. They wouldn't even know she was there. Oh yeah, they're real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but still, they've got that one, and then they run into an open space. It's supposed to be like a ninja covert ops. Yeah. And they yeah. they run into a middle of an ice lake. I mean, come on. I I honestly thought after they killed that bear, I was like, just take the, the bear. bear. <laughs> That bear was cool. That bear was really cool. What a scene. Yeah, I like that bear. And um, another thing I noticed was that it was killed by Jorah Mormont from Bear Island. Oh, There you go. So Jorah survives another episode. He can't survive too many more. He's fine. Um, If we're still talking about the walk and talks before we get further into the episode, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I did like when Tormund was talking about having Brienne back at at Winterfell. I mean... I feel like that has to happen now. Yeah. I think it started off as just a little look a few seasons ago, and now the writing room have just fallen in love with it. But isn't it all on his side? Has Brienne shown any affection back whatsoever? You think he's been friend-zoned? Or not even. Not even. He's not even in a zone. No. Nowhere near a zone. I don't know. He's but, he's a pretty charming guy. Imagine if they did have kids, like he said in that episode, that they plan to have a, a master race of mm. humongous humans. They would be unstoppable. Exactly. Huge kids. They'd just be breeding warriors. Yes, they would. Another reason that I did think he would die is because sometimes they like to put in little hints that you only realise afterwards. And he said something about the reason he'd been staying alive is because he's good at killing people. And I was like, well, the, the zombies that he's fighting technically aren't people. Okay. So maybe that was like a little hint. So I was really... And then when he started to get pulled in the ice, I was just like... He looked done for. He looked absolutely done for. So you mentally prepared to lose our, our favourite. Yeah, I was... I, I, I mean, I went into the episode expecting Jorah, mm. and I was pretty pretty solid in that. Yeah. And when he, all he was fighting with was two dragon glass daggers as yeah. well. I did think that was cool, was that they all had like sort of makeshift dragon glass weapons, except for obviously the ones with fire or Valyrian steel. Yep. But I thought that was cool. Like they, did Gendry have a bit of dragon glass on his hammer? He must have. Oh, yeah, somewhere. actually, yeah. No, maybe he was just there to flatten. Yeah. Or to run. To mash. Because, you know, he's bloody Steve Monaghetti, isn't he? He's a great runner. (laughs) And he only had such a mild, frosty ice moustache. You'd think he'd be a full ice beard. Hey, Jon Snow went swimming in sub-zero temperatures and he managed to drag himself out. In furs and swam upwards. Oh, man, he's got that Jamie Lannister swimming coach. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. All right, so... 
What about Arya and and Sansa? Is that going to be a problem? Are they? Is that going to go to to violence, or can they reconcile this? What's happening there? That's crazy. Uh, okay, so here's what I think. Um, I think it's very frustrating what we're watching. Like it's very annoying. It's like. Just like with Bran or whatever, they don't just tell each other what's going on. They're like, oh, you wouldn't understand what's happened to me. And, oh, you don't know what I've been through. And you're like, why aren't they getting along? Why is she confiding in Littlefinger? Why is Arya being her own murderous self? Is it because Arya's young and didn't get the full training so she doesn't know how to rein in her feelings? I mean, I, I can't figure out a way to sort of put my finger on why they're acting the way they are. Could it just be childhood resentment? Because they obviously didn't like each other. Sansa, well, not, you know, didn't hate each other, but she did bring up old stuff like you were always knitting or like she's always giving little jabs. So I think... Arya but don't just... you think by now we've learnt so much about these characters and seen them go through so much? We've seen Sansa win Battle of the Bastards mm. and we've seen Arya, you know cheat death and train to be a swordsman, do you think they're still going to come back and be like, you never shared your lemon cakes? Mm, true. But, I then, just... but then the execution of Ned Stark, that was a huge thing laying on Arya, how Sansa was up there. Obviously had no choice. Obviously she was a prisoner. So they've just got to explain it. But like when the letter came through, like in series one or whenever it was, remember in the previous on Game of Thrones, they had when Sansa actually wrote that letter in the first place. Yep. And that got delivered to Winterfell, and everyone looked at it. Rob looked at it, the maester looked at it, and they're all like, well, that can't be true. Yeah, it's going to be Straight a away. Yeah. So I feel Let like Arya's pretty good at sniffing out schemes. Mm. Now, I'm going to throw a theory at you, because well, I'm thinking about this. Here we go. There's two parts to the theory. There's the first part that I believe, yes. and then there's the second part that's crazy, but I just want to say it. All right, let's go. All right. So the first part of the theory is when in that final scene, well, not the final scene, but the final scene at Winterfell, when Sansa and Arya confront each other with a dagger. and the dagger and the bag of faces, mm-hmm. right? By, by the way, just in the, in the face satchel under the bed, didn't hide it very well. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. seems to be the place to hide things in Winterfell. <laughs> yeah. Just any bed-related spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's, you sleep on it and it's your safety deposit yeah. box. Yeah. Um, so in that scene, Arya starts it off by talking about the game of faces. Yes. And she says, you know, I ask you a question and you have to lie. And no. then yeah, and then Sansa starts asking questions. And Arya says, well, you can ask me questions. That didn't end well for the last person who played it with me. And then Sansa keeps asking the questions and Arya keeps replying, which makes me think that she's lying. Because she's now getting asked the question. So the game of faces mm-hmm. has switched. So what she's saying in that scene yes. is lies. When she's saying stuff like, you always wanted this and, and I could kill you and, and all this sort of stuff, she's seeing if Sansa can guess her lies. Oh, that's so, that's Because mm, so think about it. They start off by setting up this whole dynamic of lies and truth and then Sansa switches it. I watched it back this morning to test this theory. Mm-hmm. She starts off asking the questions. And then when Sansa starts asking questions, she has a line where she says, oh, you want to do the asking. Mm-hmm. And then she starts going into all these things. She starts talking about how like, you just wanted to be a queen and I just wanted to be a knight. And then 
it's like maybe that's not what they wanted. Maybe they wanted to get, she's saying, that's her way of saying to Sansa, we actually wanted the same thing, to be a happy family. I hear you. That's a long way to go about it, isn't it? Like, yeah, but I know maybe she's like, it's it's not safe to talk because Littlefinger could be listening or anything. But and then because at and oh, then the end, okay, I like that. Then like at the that. end, she gives her the dagger as well. It's like it's so symbolic. So what you're saying is we're gonna find out that they're both playing Littlefinger because they know he's up to his old bullshit. But maybe they're playing him in different ways. Like I feel like I don't think they've sat down, and made a plan, and now they're acting it out. Uh. I think they both think the other is screwing up. They're both trying to cover for each other yeah. and hope the other doesn't ruin the plan that they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Like for example. This is another one I thought. Why did Sansa send Brienne away? I was going to ask you that because it just Just, made no sense. Well, first of all, if Sansa doesn't want to leave Winterfell, send Arya. It gets rid of Arya. If you think Arya's a problem, get rid of her and send an actual Stark to King's Landing. And maybe she could kill Cersei while she's there. She could easily. She's a legend. But secondly, the rationale that I can think of is that Littlefinger says, if Brienne is here and one of you attacks the other, she'll have to step in. What What does he have to gain from that scenario? Because that's what he wants. I, I, I don't know. I think he's just trying to, like, just get them against each other. And he's saying, hey, Sansa, Brienne can step in for you. So maybe do that, yeah? And then Sansa's gone directly against what Littlefinger does. So that makes me think she's not on Littlefinger's side. So then maybe she's worried. Like, maybe she does. She thinks, God, if Arya is an assassin, she's going to come after me and then Brienne will kill her. So I've got to get rid of Brienne. But you still could have got rid of Arya. So you ready for my crazy theory? Let's go. That was my medium theory that oh, I reckon is true. Yeah, it sounded good, but very far. I'm going to tell you my crazy one. Here we go. This is my craziest theory. Let's go. Arya has already killed Littlefinger and has taken his face. Have we seen them? Have we seen the two? Not in this episode. Okay. So uh, when we saw Littlefinger giving his advice to Sansa, it was Arya. Oh, Dan, that's uh, that's <laughs> freaking wonderful! <laughs> <laughs> There's a little look right at the start of the scene and it might just be Littlefinger being his usual creepy self because he is lying to um, Sansa when he says, he's like, oh, yeah, she found the note. But he sort of looks a bit shifty. And the way he talks about Arya in that scene, I just, maybe it's because I want to believe. Mm. It, it could make sense, I guess, that Arya is Littlefinger and she's also putting... Like trying to tell Sans that everything's okay. I'm not going to attack you by giving her the knife back. I don't really know what the end game is, though. I feel like if Littlefinger's dead, why is she pretending that he's still alive? I don't understand it. There's one other big problem is that I reckon the writers know by now that if Littlefinger dies, it has to be brutal and it has to be on screen. Well, they could always do a reveal where they go back in time and show how Arya brutally kills him. Mm, like, um how they did the other episode with the storming of the castle. And I was like, but that's not what happened. This is what happened. And then everyone's jaw will just be on the floor. And because next episode is the last one for this season. Yeah. What a, what a way. Cause we know we're going to get that meeting. Have you watched the trailer for the next episode? Oh, I think 
I think I had a quick look at it, but what are you talking about? So we know Jon oh, Snow, the, there's going to be a meeting. At the Dragon Pit. Presumably yeah, 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 yeah. bringing the zombie White Walker. Uh, can I just get this straight? Are the, are the soldiers zombies and White Walkers, or are the White Walkers just the generals? That the White Walkers are the sort of pointy armor, pale dudes with spears. That can think. Yeah, and the, the rest are all dead bodies that the guys have touched and reanimated. So the undead will be presented to the enemy, to Cersei and yeah, that. Yeah. So, so we know that's going to happen. It's going to be huge, whatever happens. But there's got to be this Sansa Arya thing mm. has to be going somewhere. And I think we're going to get a... a I don't know. I don't want to get too excited about it because oftentimes I think up these theories around face swaps and all this sort of stuff. But they did the very first episode of this season was Arya was like Walder Frey, mm-hmm. and then it turned out it was Arya. I love so that. So it could be like Littlefinger, and he pulls off his face and it's Arya. That's one option. The other option, and this would be absolutely psycho, would be if like Arya takes Sansa down to the crypts and Littlefinger's there chained up with his face cut off. Oh! Please! <laughs> like she kept him alive and took his face off. Hey, Daenerys is acting more and more like a psycho and more paranoia is creeping into her talk. Well, that's my other theory, the mad Daenerys, uh, evil Daenerys theory. Well, this is really gathering some steam down because she, her, the paranoia is what I'm noticing yeah. with Tyrion. He's proven to himself to be a calm, level-headed... I don't know, man. And like, no, <sighs> for the whole show, he's been the moral compass for the whole show. Yeah, but now he's kind of not... He's not bringing up the goods when it counts. Like, you can make it to the grand final, but if you lose the match, you don't win the premiership. Like, he's made it to the end. But his and words he's... are still sane and balanced compared but to But he's her... losing ships, and it was his idea to go up and get the zombie from beyond the wall. Okay, but with his talk about Dickon, when they were, like, crazily executed, and he said, well, you could have let them stew on it for a bit, but you didn't, you just murdered them, you're acting crazy. That was very accurate. So, yeah, you're Team Tyrion. Absolutely. He's the only one on the show that showed any mental balance consistently for the whole seven seasons. Mm. I think, um, yeah, I mean, will Jon Snow mellow out Daenerys? What about when she was like, don't call me Danny? I was like, oh. But then again, I don't like being called Danny either. So, that was okay. a bit of fun, that scene, wasn't it? Yeah. I still get really um, icky around the idea of Jon Snow having sex with his auntie. Mm. And a lot of people are like, They'll say, oh, but, you know, Targaryens, Targaryens. Yeah, well, but the Lannisters are villains. Like, when you found out they were having sex, did you go, yay? No, you went, oh, that's disgusting. They're obviously the villains. It added to their villainy. That's it. The show sets up incest as a bad thing. The the incest that we've seen is the Lannisters. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was, um, in the very first season, when Daenerys and her brother, and her brother, um, Viserys, he kept, like, like fondling her tits and being like, I'm going to marry your sister and all that. And there was... um, Craster's Keep, which is where um, uh, the the Night's Watchman took shelter, and there was that guy who just had all those wives. Didn't the Greyjoys do some dodgy stuff on a horse? Oh yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't that was wasn't that when Tyrion first met his sister, but didn't know it was his sister and was trying to hit on her? Theon or Tyrion? Uh, Theon, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was some yeah. some sus stuff on a horse. Yeah, a lot of incest. But it's never been good. It's always been bad people, or, or just it's been frowned upon. So I refuse to believe that in the final season of the show, or even next episode, they're suddenly going to go. But this is the good incest. Yeah, true. I still think it'll be a Luke and Leia type thing. True. Well, they might have like one kiss and then immediately find out later that they're related and be like, goo. Yeah, okay. I don't understand why everyone on the internet is so gung-ho to see them get together. Yeah, I don't want that. 
It makes me feel creepy. And it's so obvious as well. Uh, despite oh. despite the incest grossness, it's very obvious. Hey, what are the White Walkers' motives? That's a real question. What I don't know. It's got to to do with something to do with the beginning of time and like, the forest. When they the children of the forest, and yeah, it's got something to do with that. It's got something to do with um when the world was first created. There was some sort of split set up. I believe that Bran knows. I believe the reason he's so quiet is because he's seen just how awful everything is. He's seen that at the start of time, um, mankind did something horribly wrong and they deserve to be destroyed. So he knows the justification and he's also seen how the world's going to end and he thinks it's deserved and he just can't use, he can't vocalize what he's seen. He's just a shell. He's by no means a teenager anymore. And like, I reckon even if someone like John came to him and said, how can we destroy the white walkers? All brand could think is you really shouldn't, Yeah, you know, like the fair, he'd be like the fair thing would be for them to win. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because that. Why else would he not have told them by now? He's he's struggling with it. Imagine if this whole thing ends with everyone dying and the White Walkers reigning supreme. Oh, it'd be so boring, wouldn't it? Would it? That'd be ballsy. <sighs> I just, I reckon everyone, no matter how this series ends, everyone's gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> They're just gonna go what? All right, here's another question. All right, yeah, come on. For the whole body of work that is the television show, all the seasons. Mm. The pace of this one... Oh, it's insane. The consistency's a bit off. We've gone from slow burn seasons to, yeah. to this manic they, pow, they, pow, 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 They said at the start of this season that it would feel like every episode is a season. Okay. Like, they, they were like, there'll be things happening once an episode that happen once a season. Should they have thought ahead and maybe... Divvied it up a bit better. Well, I still believe that last season they thought maybe George is going to release another book, so let's slow it down a bit. Because last season was slow. It was. It was so slow. All of a sudden, the Death Squad have done their mission in one episode. Everything's happening, happening, happening. Yeah. The only thing that's not happening this season is main character deaths. Yeah, true. Like, I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, no, the dragon died. But I don't think that a dragon counts as a main character. Can't even talk. Can't even talk. Can Can't wi- even talk. Can the White Walkers talk? Will we ever hear anything come out of their mouths? Maybe. Dracarys. Whatever the ice version is of Dracarys. Or just like, you know, when you hear David Beckham talk and it's not masculine Oh, yeah, good eye, guys. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Um, I actually, so with the ice dragon, this is that's actually been a theory of mine for a while. And I've been too scared to say it out loud because I didn't want to ruin Christmas for anyone. But I've always thought, you know, if they can reanimate bears, yep. I thought the, the ultimate twist would be for them to lure Daenerys' dragon north somehow and then kill it. And did you notice how they kind of set up the idea of throwing a spear at the dragon mm. with Kyburn and his giant crossbow? Yeah. Like, he was on the right track. But just with the wrong materials. Yeah. There's this idea that there's two types of glass. There's dragon glass. Yes. Which is what you get from um, south. Okay. And it kills white walkers. Mm-hmm. So there must be some sort of walker glass that you get from north and it kills dragons. Is there any chance that the white walkers are using dragon glass? Even though it kills them, they could just be handling it gently like... Yeah, it might be the same. Yeah, yeah, it might be the same element that they just smelt in a different manner. Mm. Yeah, but still, it's like they've definitely got that spear was definitely made of some sort of substance 
You saw it hit the dragon. It was so sharp. They made it look so amazing. I know. And the like the two-way explosion of like the fire and that black blood just billowing out or whatever the, that was. The special effects, honestly, for television. And this is exceptional television. Yeah. It's not normal television. No, this is... The dragons, man. Like, falling into that ice, the way the ice broke. Yeah. It was just amazing. That's um. That's why there's been no direwolves in this season. Yeah, well, right. except for that one encounter with Arya. Like... Because another thing is, Jon Snow has a wolf. You think he would take it everywhere with him. Everywhere. But they've just written it out of the series because it costs too much to animate. Yeah, okay. Like they, you know, if you want your ice zombie bear... Yeah, you're going to make some sacrifices. There was some cool stuff in the zombie fight too. Like, I loved when the hound was throwing the rocks and I just I just went... Like, I was watching it with my mate and I was just like, that the, the rock will land on the ice and that's how they'll realise. Like, Did I, you call uh, that? Yeah. Well I was done. like, uh, uh. The initial one where the jaw came off was so funny. Yeah. So darkly hilarious. And they said, <sighs> you dumb C words. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, and then, yeah, and... um. Jon Snow just managed to crawl out of his hole and get rescued by Benjen, who happened to be in the area. Remind me who he is. Uh, Ned's brother. Okay, right. So in the first series, Benjen took Benjen took Jon to the wall. Because okay. Jon was like, the only way I'll ever have glory as a bastard is if I go to the wall. So Benjen took him up there. And then Benjen went out on a, a raiding party mm. and never came back. And but what, what was he doing there? Now he's dead. He's dead. He's gonna be a white. He's gonna be a zombie now. He's gonna be an undead monster. I don't know. I mean, the reason his face is so messed up is because he was attacked by White Walkers or zombies or whatever, and the children of the forest saved him with their power. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he's got some sort of power or something. But I'd say he's dead. Mm. Like they like he hardly even had a line. Yeah, no, he's dead. But he helped dead. out Bran last season. That how was how cool. Bran got his, back. His flaming bomby knocker was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like what the little... Yeah, that was pretty cool. We got some good fire weapons. So, Dragon Zombie, that's just going to be so exciting. We got Whatever the hell's happening with Arya and Sansa, that's gonna, something's going to happen there. It's still yeah. important. They're the two major bits of intrigue for this episode. And finally, Khaleesi got her bended knee, even though it never physically happened. That's true, actually, yeah. She wanted it bad. My name's not Danny. It's Ben Danny. <laughs> How about Queen? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got one episode left and it looks like we'll get some sort of, um, you know, all play down at King's Landing. The first ever, is it? Am I wrong here? The first ever interaction between Cersei and Daenerys. Ooh, yes. <laughs> show. So tune in next week. Yeah. Whoa.